Hey, it's Beth here. Episode 331, just trying to help you get through tomorrow, which is Mother's Day. Fabulous day. I love it. Uh, it's just that we are sort of a little rusty conversation-wise, and I'm going to be going not on Mother's Day because it's so crowded in Austin. All these people have moved in. We're going to celebrate it on Wednesday, and I'm going to wear an outfit and get dressed up and paint my toenails. It's like I haven't done this in ages and I have a conversation in a nice restaurant where you have to sit there for more than 15 minutes. So I'm kind of nervous. So I came up with some conversation starters like, okay, here's a perfect joke. Okay. Um, this woman comes in and you've seen them all and they go, oh my God, I have the most perfect son. And everybody's like, oh really? Hmm. Does he smoke? No, he doesn't smoke. Does he drink whiskey? No, he doesn't drink whiskey. Does he come in late? No, he doesn't come in late. Speeding tickets? No. DWIs? No. Does he take money out of your purse? No, he never has. One lady goes, how old is this son of yours? And she said, he'll be six months old next Wednesday. Okay, that's pretty cute. Okay. So then there's another one. This is a funny story, like the things we heard when we were young that mothers actually said, things like, if you fall out of that tree and you break both of your legs, don't you dare come running back to me. I mean, we heard a million of them. I'm sure women can't talk like that anymore because it can't get back to the school or anywhere. And then I did get this one from my grandmother. She said, if you don't clean your hands after you go to the bathroom, they will turn yellow. I became like Howard Hughes when I was four years old. Like, that is overkill. And I would say that the 50s moms had a little bit of overkill going on. We don't need to do that. But here's a cute one for a little kid if you're sitting next to a little kid. And you say, eat your carrots. You say, my mother said to me that I was supposed to eat my carrots when I was little, that it was good for my eyes. And the little kid will say, why? And say, well, I think my mother was right because I've never seen a rabbit wearing glasses. That's pretty cute. If you have a kid at the table, which I don't, which I hope you do. Okay, so here's another one for teenagers. Why is a computer so smart? It listens to its motherboard. Okay, they're probably going to not pay any attention to you and go right back to their phone, but that's pretty cute. Ambrose Pierce, in case you have any intellectuals at the table, he was asked to define sweater. And he said it was a garment worn by children when their mothers get cold, which I think is very, very sweet. Okay. And then there's one for like new parents, if you have any of those, which I hope you do. And it says, people who say they sleep like a baby don't have one. They will laugh, they will love it. Okay, here's one for Sunday school. If you have like three or four, five to eight year olds, you could say this in front of the children to the parents. So I heard the Sunday school teacher and I had a conversation and she said that she's told all of her children to say their prayers before every meal. And this little boy named Billy said, I don't have to do that. I don't have to. The Sunday school teacher said, why? She said, because my mom is a great cook. That's cute. Okay, now here's one. Who invented Mother's Day? It's all over the radios, all over the internet this year, and they're saying Wood Woodrow Wilson invented it. No, 
He didn't. Anna Jarvis of Philadelphia invented it for her mother. Her mother was a wonderful, wonderful person who invented a very neighbor-oriented, grassroots organization. And it was for, it was a woman's group. And it started in her, in her town and it grew all over the country. And what it was, was it was to promote friendship and help. And they would raise money. And really what it was, was child protective services. They taught these mothers how to care for their children. They befriended these mothers. They had their children playing with these other children and inviting them over for dinner to just watch how they cooked. And when they needed things like Christmas presents or whatever, it was very grassroots. It just happened organically. And these women learned to cook. And Anna Jarvis's mother also taught them how to have gardens so they could create their own vegetables, which were free, made with seeds that all these women had set aside and were ready. And clothes were handed down, toys were handed down, holidays were celebrated. If some woman's husband died or left them, they had all the days of the children's birthdays and they made sure that nothing stopped. And Anna was just like so overwhelmed by her mother that when her mother died, in, it started in Little Grafton, West Virginia. Anna was in Philadelphia, but her mother started this grassroots amazing organization in her little tiny town. And it went all over the country. Well, at the funeral, Anna was, she just wanted to honor her mother. And so she made the day Mother's Day. And it went all across the country. And mothers back in that day, which was 1907, would wear a white carnation if their mother was gone and a red or a green one if their mother was alive. And it went all across the country, just like the mother's groups. And every single day of her mother's death, all these women all over the country would celebrate their being a mother, their mother being a mother, and their daughters being a mother. And it was supported. Everything anybody could want without judgment, without lectures. They just befriended each other. Parks were developed where mothers could play with children, visit with other mothers, and bring snacks. It was, it wasn't painful, it wasn't shameful, none of it. And so Anna made this one day to thank her mother and to thank all the mothers all over the country. Well, seven years later, it did, it was within those years celebrated in every single state. It just went like wildfire. So in 1914, seven years after Anna did it, Woodrow Wilson made it a national holiday without really having Anna there, without really telling the entire story of how it, how it was started. Anna wasn't upset about that, but this is kind of the sad part. Anna got very upset that it became a very commercialized thing, like crazy upset. She hated that it turned into candy and presents. And she got so angry that she tried to stop it. She tried to stop everyone from spending this money, from making it into something she didn't want it to be. But I don't know, Anna. It's not the worst thing that ever happened. 
I mean, whatever we did with it, we are grateful. That's this one day we, we, we visit with our mothers. We take our mothers out. We give them flowers and I don't know what I would have done if it wasn't commercialized because one of my greatest memories was when Brett was five and Matt was three. And you know, I lost my son Brett, but I still have this amazing memory. They woke me up, they gave me breakfast in bed, which was beautiful, but they made me presents. I, they gave me presents that were absolutely their personalities. Brett had this big piece of uh, poster board and he made it at school and the outside just had this little tiny one by one square inch hole. And it was all white except for this one hole. You opened up the card and it said, this is how much I love you. And it had hearts all over it. And I love you, mom. And just flowers and everything. And the thing was, he was so proud of how clever he was. He thought this was like a surprise or, and I was surprised when I opened it up. It, it thrilled him, no end. And he thought he was the most clever guy in the world, which, I mean, I cried and I could cry right now. And then the other one, three-year-old Matt, just three, maybe two, oh, he wasn't even three yet. They went to the heart, they went to the drugstore and Kit said, buy anything you want for mom. And so Brad got me something small because he had this big card that he was excited about. Matt looked around and in the front of the store, pretty fancy drugstore, there was a $295 basket filled with so many goodies. And he told his father he wanted to buy that. And to Kit's credit, he bought it for him. So one of them is giving me this card that is better than this basket in his opinion because he's so clever and it's so beautiful. And then the other one is giving me this big basket filled with goodies that I loved. I mean, lotions, body, body oils, soaps, candies, everything, perfume. This was $295 40 years ago. It was a fortune. So this was a hell of a thing and a hell of a day. And there was stuff all over the bed and we had the most amazing, wonderful time. And Anna, it was pretty commercialized, but that's how they, that's how they did it. That's how they rolled. It didn't, it was beautiful and I'm glad you didn't stop it. I am so glad, I'm, I'm sorry you were sad at the end of your life, but you were right on the money. Literally, I shouldn't say money, it's not. You were right to the heart of it. It doesn't really matter how you do it. It just matters that you do it. So, Anna Jarvis brought us Mother's Day and that little grassroots organization to help moms is fantastic. And my Mother's Day with the big, the big payoff was something I, I think about a lot and I always think about it on Mother's Day, always. So we live your old Mother's Days. They're still yours. They happen, they're yours. They're your history, they're your story. And it brings me joy. Find a way to get through this Mother's Day. I know you can. You're much more social than you think you are. Just wear something nice and smile, and stay sane, and I will be back. Bye-bye.